Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to yet again another fantastic indie creator interview. It's your Cape Crusader Cody, and we're keeping it geekly with our new guest, Manu. We're here to break down Tales from the Interface, Volume 4, The Peak and the Pit, and everything in between. Manu, welcome to the stream. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm great. Uh, thanks for inviting me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I had the chance to read Volume 4, and I just love uh, everything about this. It's like the, the push uh, from humanity to kind of like forget the basics and like just like try to strive for that artificial lifestyle i guess is the best way to put it and i love how in in at least a volume four i didn't have the chance to read the other three but uh you you had that nice balance of like there you know there's so much more to this than just like technology right like we are capable of so much more and i i man i loved it i gotta give you big props on it thanks <laughs> so let's uh begin oh go ahead yeah, I, I, you know, I love people. My, my job is interacting with people. Uh, I'm a UX guy. So, uh, you know, I, I like to know more about and I feel like with technology, we're kind of forgetting we are mm -hmm. and, and, and forgetting that we're capable of a lot of stuff. So that that's was one of that's one of my motiva motivation for, for the comic. Oh, really? Uh, so you you've uh, been a what a UI and a UX designer for 20 plus years. And that's kind of like what fed into comic creation for you? It certainly was an inspiration. I, I've always done comics, you know, since I since elementary school. But uh, you know, it it, it just uh, it's a good way to to make, earn a living, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, I like to interact with people, so it was a good choice for me. So you've been publishing since 1997. I know you said uh, in elementary school you you know did a lot of work too. But like, what was some of your earliest works? Uh, was it Tales from the Interface, or did you have any other projects that you worked on? Um, yeah, well, in uh, in Quebec here we have uh, something called College Cigep, uh, which is a uh, uh, when you're like 17, uh, it's like early university. It's, it's a bit weird, but uh, I. I think my, my first uh, self-publication was at that time in 97 and uh, I, I pretty much, uh, you know, was a, a small uh, uh, stapled uh, legal format, old in two, you know, uh, with a silkscreen uh, printing that was I was doing at <laughs> And so uh, my first two books were, were that. So they were distributed locally within Montreal, uh, attend the conventions around there. Uh, you know, mingled with the rest of the uh, Montreal community. Mm -hmm. And so those were my two books. And then I, I took a foray into web comics for a while and created a uh, strip that I had for two or three years called the uh, Hot Team. And then uh, after that, I tried to do a kind of a sci fi science fiction space opera. Mm -hmm. uh, and that, uh, and some of some of it were was the inspiration for Tales from the Interface. I reused some of the characters uh, for for the first book. Oh, that's and, so uh, cool. Yeah, that, that's about that, that. That that is so cool. I, I love it. So you are not only the artist but the writer as well. I mean, what came first for you? Did you start coming up with stories and then drawing them when you were younger in elementary school, or was it the art always? I, I think I came into it more through the art, uh, mm -hmm. but uh, in a way that I wanted to tell stories, if you follow what I mean, not just the art by itself and to, to tell a story with the art. So writing came along as a way to speed up the process. 
So uh, you know, you, you sometimes it's faster, faster to to write your your script. Sometimes it's faster to draw it, depending on, on what you're doing. If it's an action scene, for instance, it's hard to describe in words sometimes. So I like to go in and just draw the scene and rather than describe it in the script. Oh, I love that. I love that. So uh, with Tales from the Interface, uh, can you give us a little bit about the concept? You know, what is the story about? Uh, it's a loss of contact of of who we are deeply, who we are as human. Um, so there's this AI that took control and you have these people that are caught in inside a, a city. You know, you don't see the sky. It's all closed up and, and they seem uh, like the AI is purveying, uh, is supplying every needs they have. So whatever they need, they, they can get through that. Um, and they, they lost the sense of making things for themselves. So you have a couple in that uh, in that world, and then um, he find he, he goes all into that the virtual world. He thinks it's the best thing, and he wants more. And uh, his girlfriend, she kind of stumbles upon an archive of old books, old objects, and that finds out. You know, we we did stuff by ourselves. We're capable of making things, and, and she's amazed about the quantity of even that that place because it's, it's still uh, not what, what we have today. It's just a small mm -hmm. sample of what we created as a society. It's it's really interesting, uh, the idea of the power that books hold. Like uh, there was that fire, uh, the uh, Library of Alexandria, I think. We lost how many centuries of human knowledge? I mean, there's I've been deep diving podcast after podcast about like how human civilization could be a lot more intricate than what we're led to believe in the beginning. We just don't know because the books were probably destroyed in that fire or any sort of literature like documenting that could have been destroyed. And it's just, it's awesome to think about in the future, that cycle like a, kind of like repeats, right? Like they get so, they get everything they want and they stop forgetting like who they are and how creative they can be. What inspired this idea within you? I I, I think I, I what I would really uh, troubles me is the fact that you know through the internet we have access to a infinite amount of knowledge but the will to uh, to obtain it is very low so even though it's easy to do people don't go and do it you know you have the archive.org you've probably stumbled upon that one day and it's a it's an amazing website you have tons of books who are free to read uh, you, you can access all that knowledge and, you know, buying classic books is cheap. You know, you can find them secondhand. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it's so easy to get access to all that rich knowledge. But yet people, you know, they they like their little memes and their little... Uh, I, I don't want to put down anything, but I mean, I mean, bettering yourself, it, it seems like it's a dying heart. Like we're, we're just living for the day and, and not trying to become better humans. So, man, you, I, I, I gotta, I gotta mention, you know how earlier we were talking and I was trying to get the pronunciation of your name. Um, it's funny you said that because I had an instance where I did an interview and I completely butchered these pronunciations. It led me to kind of like research how to properly pronunciate words, like going into the deep, deep diving, like the literature, like science of it, the chart, there's like a pronunciation chart you look at how to like make sure you're hitting all those different syllables and everything. And it blew my mind because that was interview 321. So I've been doing this for 
300 interviews and at no point did I ever think like, hey, I could sit down and just reteach myself how to pronunciate these words better. Like it's it's and it's mind blowing because like that you just hit it on the head. Like we have all these tools at our disposal and we're not jumping on it. Like, why do you think that is like, what do you think it is within the human like psychology or nature that makes us just not care about it? It's because it's so easy to attain. I think it's a uh, there. There's an effort that's necessary, and, and it's represented in my book through Clara having to uh, go through all these uh, perils to reach the the, the archive, and then the the, the, the kind of leader of uh, of the society says, uh, "Everybody can go. You know, it's it's free. I'm not stopping you. you. Just you just have to to go through all these hurdles and, and to attain that knowledge." So. Knowledge is hard. Getting better is hard, but mm -hmm. just just laying down and consuming is easy. So I, I think that that's really probably the pro the issue here. Is that do you we're, think? We're not... mm -hmm. Do you think it's just we're so used to instant gratification that our dopamine just doesn't care to put that extra work in to achieve the you know that higher level of learning? Yes, I think that yeah, you've hit that certainly, and it's uh, and in the end, it's not what we need. You know, it might you know we because the more you get, the less it becomes valuable. So if you have a if you have access to a million comic books, they they won't be necessarily very valuable. But if you only have three in your life, then these books might be your treasures. <laughs> So I, uh, you know, w w when I read this right, right away in like, I think the first like page or two, um, there, it looked like a little nod to mousetrap almost like they're walking to their apartments and they're going up like these little ramps and it looked like, uh, it looked like a little mousetrap game. Like, uh, was there any intention for that? Or, you know, what, what was the reasoning for making, you know, those apartments constructed the way they were? Uh, the, the idea I think was to have kind of that layered society that you see in a lot of uh, of sci-fi books like the caste system and then when, when Gauthier uh, gets, gets more advanced in the company he, he, he gets a better apartment on a, mm -hmm. a upper level but shit, shit comes down you know? so it's I think that that's yeah, is that the one on top they, they, they get the best and then the, the rest trickles down have, yep. have you ever seen a platform it's a it's a movie on, on Netflix. I, I thought it was wonderful. It's a the concept. You have a a, a platform full of beautiful food, mm -hmm. and the first people people on the first layer they get the first pick, and then the platform goes down, and then what's left over is for the people at the next step, and until the the bottom where there's no food left. Yeah. So it's a bit like that. I think it's a that that's why I have this idea of them going up. So I really, in that same page too, you had a brilliant usage of like the piping to kind of break the panels. I just love the way you were able to utilize a lot of the environment to kind of break those panels and, and like put like in the gutter spaces and the bleed pages. Like what was some of your inspiration for that as well? I mean, it was just, it seemed genius. I, I my eyes just like fell in love with each page and kind of distinguished like what was part of panel, like the breaking of the paneling and what was the actual panel itself. It's, it's, I'm not sure what to tell you. I guess it's a small <laughs> my reason. I try to keep a, um, I think this page had more impact because I, usually I try to keep to a fairly simple six panel grid. And then in some cases, I will try to break it down and add something a little bit more crazy mm -hmm. uh, and try to hit, hit the, 
contrast makes things interesting, right? So yep. if you're always the same, it becomes boring. So you try to 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 alternate between simple and complex. Even within the panel, you can have a very complex part of it, which with a big sky that's empty. You know, mm -hmm. uh, if you look at the work of uh, Moebius, you will see that all the time. It, it will make a very complex little character and then an empty sky beneath. <laughs> and it's just, it, it like, it, it's awesome because, like, it just makes it, it hits so much harder. That detail within that small character is so much more impactful because there's so much negative space surrounding it. I, I love it so much. Let's talk a little bit about that AI. You said in this world, AI has kind of just overran things. What do you, what are the implications do you think of that for us in today's standards? It's it's a loss of uh, a bit what I was saying earlier, and you know, it's it's a loss of uh, our creative uh, spark. You know, we were we no longer need to try. You know, to to uh, to to create things, and it it really bothers me because it creative people kind of I feel like they're gonna get smothered by all that that AI generated stuff. It's, it's going to be cheap, it's going to be easy, there's going to be a million people trying to make things with that. And, and then the value of actual art kind of goes down because of it. Because it's, as I was saying, if you have a million comic book, the, the value of each goes down. Even And how do people try to find those, uh, those special ones, you know, that are not AI, they're going to be hidden within the mass so i, I guess it, it, it's it's a bit what we're doing today you know with kickstarter and patreon and all those stuff people are trying to reconnect with with the the, the people who are creating the the, the art mm -hmm. so that that's i guess that's the hope like uh, that we will find ways to still connect with each other and you know there's a there's a big difference between learning you know how to paint and make art on all different textures and canvases and types of paper versus writing a prompt and getting an ai generated like you like essentially cheat yourself out of years of experience and 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 when it comes time like where you don't you're not able to make a prompt and you have to actually just sit there and do it like nine times out of ten you won't be able to because you don't have that experience built up mm -hmm. It's, it's it's and it's a muscle that you train yeah you know like so if you're depending on on something to to be creative for you you lose that that muscle um so uh, yeah i was gonna say i think right now is the perfect time let's go ahead and train that muscle let's head over to the kickstarter and check out the, the campaign for this so give me one second i'm gonna switch right over and everyone that is watching with us be sure to check this out. Uh, I'm going to drop the link in chat. If you can back, we would love to see that. But if if not, completely understandable. Share this on Facebook and Twitter. Anywhere you can. Word of mouth is 100% free. And it doesn't cost anything. Uh, get out there. Help an artist in your family or your friend list. Get inspired to start creating today. We are looking at Tales from the Interface 4. Through the interface, artificial intelligence now controls human destiny. Currently at $1,485 of a $1,483 goal. Congratulations. Did you just fund? Like I, I think I was, <laughs> yeah, I think I was looking at. I was like, I mean, he's like one back away. Seventy backers, seven days left to go. I mean, even if you did it, congratulations, you're like right there. That is so awesome. Project we love as well, man. Yeah, that, that that's great. I love that the, the team in, in Kickstarter is trying to promote some of the projects, and 
and they have this new uh, Kickstarter Reads um, Twitter account where they, they try to promote stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think Kickstarter has been my best uh, way to get out there and be, be get you know not get some uh, interest from people. So let's go ahead. We're going to check out some of these interiors down below. By the way, guys, 48 color pages of comics. Uh, awesome. So is every volume of uh, roughly about 40, 48 pages? Yes, exactly. It's just the first one, uh, I think it's uh, 44 or something. It's, uh, it's a little bit smaller. But all the others, it was really like uh, separating like two chapters of uh, 24 pages. Mm-hmm. So with the uh, with right here the books over these uh, propaganda posters, if if you will, um, was this inspired by uh, those events where uh, we had the um, activists throwing like the cans of soup on the the paintings uh, for uh, like um, the environment stuff? Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I was reading. I was like, oh, you know, this is interesting. So um, I, I love though how they're amplifying, you know, how books are important. Um, you know what, what what what's the meaning of this this page for you like this is just the the increased search for in hunger for knowledge or was there anything else like kind of represented here well there's the 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 lady who drags her, her boy away from knowledge which mm-hmm. was important to me like showing that uh she uh she gets she she decides not to to, to introduce him to that because she's afraid of whatever of not being in the norm and then there's these robots so within the you know the archive contains a group of uh, kind of uh, rebels mm-hmm. that live there and they, they kind of like books but then there's a robot there that, that decided that he does he loves books too so. <laughs> so you have kind of that 360 where the machine kind of feels like it's not it could be doing more than what mm-hmm. it is which that's that's an interesting concept in itself, right? AI that's able to kind of think for itself. That's a scary idea. <laughs> and then we we have a dream provided by the interface right here. I love this sequence. This was gorgeous. What were you know? What was this suit inspired by? Oh my god, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like the wings, it, it reminded me of like early like early nineties anime. I cannot remember what show it was, but I remember they used to have like a, a mech suit where they could have wings and fly around, and I was like, man, this is perfect. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, the mech. Uh, yeah, so maybe uh, you know I, I'm an eighties kid, so mm-hmm. you know, we had a lot of uh, those kind of costumes and stuff. There's a there's a I forgot the name of, of that uh, the toy line, but they have these suits that you can plug things on. Uh, probably that I look at a lot of toys, so I, I think uh, that might have been inspiration. Yeah. yeah, these interiors are just gorgeous, and right here too. This is kind of what I was talking about before too. How we have all this negative space and how it bleeds into this pipework. It's just awesome. I love this so much. The way you're able to take your panels and kind of just. Like you said, not make it, you know, quote unquote boring or anything. The, the reader is always looking and they're always looking forward to the next page. It's just you, you nailed it, man. Yeah, thanks. I so like let's the, check. Go ahead. I like this page. It's like you kind of see the this, you know, the, 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 the two characters are very small inside that big kind of mm-hmm. functioning system that they are a part of. So let's go ahead and check out some of these tiers. Uh, and uh, guys, like I said, right here is the link. Be sure to back it if you can. If not, just putting this wherever you can works just as well. We have the digital copy of this for $6 uh, Canadian or $5 USD. 
you can get the digital catch-up, which is all four volumes for 18 Canadian or 14 USD. And then we have the print version of this for 24 Canadian or 18 USD. Now, right here, we have an interesting one. So give us a little bit about this. Uh, a print plus sketch in the book. Is this anything they want sketched or do you get to pick out something from the book or, you know, what's what's the the the, the rules with this? So basically, uh, the way I, 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 I'm pretty fast at, at uh, printing my book. So once it's funded, I, I have uh, just uh, I have some little finishing touches to do, but I'll print them right away and then start sketching it. And I'm, I've, I'm telling people, just let me know in the message if you want anything specific and I, I'll try my best to, to, to do it. Oh, that's uh, cool. Otherwise, uh, I'll just do some random thing if you don't reach out to me. So. <laughs> and then we have uh, a huge one. Pledge 75 Canadian or 56 USD. Get 184 pages of comics in total. So is this all four volumes in print form? Exactly. That's the entire uh, comic series. Uh, you get all the f all four books. It's uh, it's it's a little bit hard to 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 ship, uh, you know. It's it's, it's still four books, um, uh, though. Um, all of these uh, physical rewards have Canadian shipping included. So when you when you choose it, you're gonna have a, a small fee added if you're mm -hmm. not Canada. Uh, so I, I've tried to 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 show you the the the, the most uh, uh, precise price there. And a big thing, too, for anyone that is not living in Canada, you could uh, always get the digital. The digital does not have a shipping cost, so uh, you could mm -hmm. always work around that. Uh, now we have another big bang. So for 200 Canadian or 149 USD, be in the book. So what's this look like? You know, uh, do they get a significant role? You know, uh, what, what type of character can they expect to be? So usually it's a, it's a background character, like part of a, a, a crowd. Uh, in the previous book, it was... a. Uh, at one point, it was uh, like the leader of a of a group fighting like huge centipedes. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes it's a main character in a panel. It's uh, it really depends on uh, the part. You know, you you send me pictures, and I'll try to see where that place can fit. <laughs> centipedes can be scary as hell. I cannot imagine fighting a huge army of them. Like, help me out! I do not want to be part of that. <laughs> and then that's it, guys. Everything else is all gone. So make sure you jump in on this while you still have the chance. Uh, congratulations on funding once again, man. That is so awesome. At one thousand four hundred eighty-five dollars, let's make that higher, guys. Let's hit at least two thousand by the end of the day. So, man, you. With that being said, after going through the Kickstarter in its entirety. What would you like to say to anyone who might be on the fence about backing if you just had a few moments to address them? Well, I, I put all my heart in this comic. I, I think it's a, you know, I think it, it's a good piece. Uh, it's printed high and, you know, I, I I go to my printer and I approve the, 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 the copies. It's all made locally in Montreal and I ship it myself. I think it's a, I think it's a very good quality product with, and I, I think it's a good value for what it is. And I I think it's one hell of a bang for your buck, too. I had the opportunity, once again, to read Volume 4, and it was phenomenal. I love the story, and I can't see you wait to see what's next. Is there going to be a Volume 5, or what's next for you in 2023? Any other projects uh, that we can uh, expect from you? Yeah, so I'm working on Volume 5 right now. Uh, it takes me two years to make a book, so, uh, you know, I guess we'll, we can talk again. <laughs> 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 <That's fine. laughs> I might have a little bit of a beard or more gray hairs. Uh. 
Yeah, it's a long process because you know I have my full time job and I work, but I do work like about two hours a day on this, so it, it's 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 a lot of work to to get mm -hmm. through. Um, so I, I'm finishing it actually. So volume five will be the the last chapter of that. Okay. So um, yeah, I'm excited to to get that done. Hey, and guys, in about a year and a half or two years, you can expect to see, man, you come back on to talk about Volume 5. But with that being said, it is time for us to uh, hit one of my favorite parts of the show, and that's where I get to ask you for a little bit of advice. And I think I got a really good question after kind of deep diving. What happens if AI just gives you everything and you lose that creative spark? For anyone who is looking to reignite that spark within themselves, man, you, what would you say to them to kind of help them just get started with that passion again? Uh, I think uh, this is exactly what I did personally. Is I, I hit a rut at one point. I didn't. I, I wasn't drawing anymore for a couple of years. I, mm -hmm. I didn't feel. Um, I don't know. It just happened that way. You know, busy with life and everything. So what I did is I decided to invest 15 minutes of my day to draw, and and you know, 15 minutes is is not a lot of time. If it's too much, you know, do five. But I think the the point is to sit down and and draw every day, mm -hmm. even if it's just five minutes. And then that's how you build an habit. So I, I don't think there's a miracle that can happen. But if you if you just reserve that time for yourself, if you love drawing, you know, reserve that time for yourself and just spend that little time. And then little by little, you can. You can do it a bit longer and a bit longer. You know, try to find some some spots to do it. Uh, I, I've I've tried to uh, to to remove any obstacles, and, and uh, I I have a simple process. I don't when I start drawing and I draw on my, on my tablet, I don't need to clean any paints. I, I don't need to. Uh, <laughs> everything's ready. You know, I can sit down and start drawing within five minutes, and that I guess that's a, an important thing as well. You know, you don't have to cannonball back into the pool. You can start out by dipping your toe in, making sure that water feels good, slowly putting that foot in, and then bit by bit, you're in that pool. And I think that's a perfect way to do it. You know, 15 minutes a day, that's... You, f you spend 15 minutes just sometimes just laying on the couch deciding what to do, right? I mean, uh, that's awesome, man. You Thank you for such sound advice. I appreciate it. Everyone watching right here is the link to check out the Kickstarter once again. And uh, Tales from the inter Interface, this was awesome. I love it. Can't wait to get you back on for Volume 5. Everyone watching, I hope you all have a lovely Thursday. Most importantly, guys, keep it geekly.